Welcome to another episode of Jay's Learning School, where you receive fun lessons to help understand and speak better English. Are you on YouTube, Instagram, or TikTok? Then be sure to follow me for fun, free, weekly English lessons. Just follow the links in the description section of this episode. Now it's time for today's lesson. Welcome students to another episode of Jay's Learning School, where I have the opportunity to help you to understand and speak better English. On today's English lesson, we're going to learn about conversations or words or sentences that you would have when it comes to buying a car. Now, I want to make sure that you know that you can turn on the closed caption so you can read the subtitles that go along with this English lesson. And if you're not a subscriber, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button here on YouTube as well as the notification bell so you can be notified when I release a new free English lesson. Okay, let's get into today's lesson. So owning your own car, no matter where you may be, has its benefits. You don't have to wait on anyone. You can go and come as you please. Uh, you can help other people by giving them and providing them with transportation. But the process for buying or purchasing your own car can be very stressful and a little tedious, especially if you are a young person or maybe you are an elderly or an older person and you may not have that much experience. There's a lot that goes into purchasing your own video. So let's look at some terms, vocabulary words and things you may discuss when it comes to buying a car. One thing you may ask the salesperson, is this a used or new vehicle? Of course, a used vehicle is one that is pre-owned. Someone else has owned the vehicle. It may have been a rental. Uh, it may be a vehicle that has been owned by multiple people. But when it is a new vehicle, it is straight from the factory. No one has owned it. No one has driven it you will be the first owner. And so you would ask, is this a new or a used vehicle? Another conversation that you may have when purchasing a car, are you buying or leasing? Now, when it comes to buying a vehicle, you're going to pay cash for the vehicle and you will be the owner. When you lease a vehicle, it's basically like renting a car, except for a longer period of time and there are other type stipulations like mileage and the care of the car that you must attend to. And then at the end of a certain term that you have agreed to, you must return the car back to the dealership. So buying, you own it. Leasing, you're keeping it for a short period of time. Another conversation piece that you will have when it comes to purchasing a vehicle are contract terms, okay? When you go to purchase a vehicle, you want to know if you're not going to buy it outright, you may ask, well, how long will the loan be? What is my interest rate? Are there any other type of stipulations that I need to know about when it comes to purchasing this car? And so that you would call contract terms. What are the terms for this vehicle that I am looking at purchasing. A dealership. Now, when it comes to purchasing a vehicle, you can buy it from a private party 
or an individual. You can buy a vehicle from a family member. You can buy a vehicle from someone that you met online, from a Facebook post. You could actually buy a vehicle uh, from anyone. Someone could have a vehicle on the side of the road and have it for sale, have their name and phone number there where you call them to get information. But a dealership is a company that has purchased a number of used and new vehicles and they're going to sell it directly to the public. So when it comes to you purchasing a car, you may have to tell someone I'm buying this vehicle from a dealer or a dealership. Car features. When it comes to purchasing a car, you want to know what are the features. What are some of the options that come with this vehicle? For instance, does it have a camera when I back up? Does it have one or two airbags? Does it have a Bluetooth? Does it have an auxiliary cord uh, spot where I can plug in my phone and listen to music or listen to Jay's Learning School podcast? What are the features that come with this vehicle? What is the gas mileage? Uh, are the lights LED or are they standard lighting? So you want to know the car features or the options. Oftentimes on a new car, they'll have the options featured on a piece of paper and have it on a sticker on the window. But with technology today, you can look up the options of a particular vehicle online. So you would say, what are the features or the options of this particular vehicle? A lemon. Are you buying a lemon? Now, in the United States, a lemon is considered to be a vehicle that looks good on the outside, but when you drive it, it does not work. You know, it may make it off of the dealership lot and you get five minutes away from the dealer and the car stops and it does not operate properly. I bought a lemon one time. I bought a lemon. It was an SUV, a sport utility vehicle, and it was shiny. The wheels looked good. It was clean on the inside, and I purchased the vehicle. But when I got 10 minutes away from the dealership, I was on the side of the road. <laughs> the car broke down, so I bought a lemon. And so you want to make sure that when you go buy a vehicle, you don't buy a lemon. Now, oftentimes the person that is selling you the vehicle will not tell you that it is a lemon. And so you need to check the vehicle out. When you check the vehicle out, you may take a mechanic to look at it. Uh, you may get permission to take it to a mechanic so they can check it out and make sure that you're not purchasing a lemon. Actually, in the United States, they have what is called lemon laws, which make it illegal for a person to knowingly sell you a lemon or a bad vehicle without your knowledge. And they have laws that give you a certain amount of time to return the vehicle back to the dealer. But if you purchase it from a private party like an individual, it's usually buy as is. That means no matter what's wrong with it, once you sign the papers, it's yours. Discount price or sales price. When you go to buy a vehicle, you want to ask, is there a discount price? Is there an internet price? Oftentimes the, the car will be sold for one particular price, let's say $12,000. 
Uh, but then on the website, they may have internet price and the car is available for $10,000. So you want to ask what is the discount price or is there an internet price? A warranty. A warranty is a particular agreement that is given to the buyer of a vehicle that if there are any problems with the vehicle, the person that sold you the car will tend to those issues or fix those issues. Sometimes warranties come in 30 days, 90 days, uh, 12 months. Warranty times differ, but when you go purchase a car, one conversation that you would have, does this vehicle come with a warranty? And if it comes with a warranty, usually there is going to be an additional price that you have to pay when you purchase the car. Engine light. Oftentimes when you go and purchase a vehicle from a private party or from a dealership, the engine light may be on. And usually the engine light is an indication that there is something wrong with the emissions of the vehicle. So the engine light is a warning that lets you know that the car needs to be serviced. So the engine light will be on. Or you would tell the person selling you the car or ask the person selling you the car, why is the engine light on? Oil change. Okay. When you purchase a car, you'll ask, has this vehicle had an oil change recently? And we know that vehicles need oil so the motor can run properly. And of course, in this country, most vehicles get an oil change anywhere from 3,000, every 3,000 to every 3,500 or so miles. Every three months, they like to tell you every 90 days. And of course, that's depending on how far and how hard you drive a vehicle, an oil change. A tune-up. A tune-up is where basically the car has been serviced and you're looking to make sure that there are no problems with the car. When a tune-up takes place, uh, a mechanic will check the fluids. A mechanic will check the belts and make sure that the belts aren't worn out. A mechanic will check the tires. They'll, they'll check uh, a number of different points on the vehicle to make sure that the car or vehicle will operate properly. So you would ask, when was the last time it had a tune-up? Or what are the service papers on this vehicle? I need to see if it has had a tune-up lately. Insurance. Insurance here in this country is mandatory in pretty much all the states except for a few. Insurance is simply something that covers a driver and anyone that may be in an accident uh, where you pay a premium each month. And then if you have an accident in the vehicle, someone hits you or you hit someone else's property or someone is injured, then an insurance company will pay the amount that is needed to fix the car or tend to someone's medical bills. In the state of Georgia, car insurance is mandatory. And if a person is caught driving without car insurance, they will not only receive a fine, they could actually receive jail time or have their license suspended. Let me know down in the comments, is insurance mandatory when driving a car in your country? Another 
vocabulary word that you would need when it comes to buying a car or need to know when it comes to buying a car is trade-in. Okay, so a trade-in is simply if I come in with a truck, but I'm looking to buy a newer truck, am I going to give them my truck to get a discount on the price that I am purchasing the new truck for? So a trade-in is, is actually an exchange. So I am going to give you my truck and you're going to tell me how much you're going to pay for my vehicle. And then that amount will be either given to me in cash or it will be added or subtracted from the purchase price of the vehicle which I am purchasing. A trade-in. Gas mileage. Gas mileage has to do with how far a vehicle can go on a particular amount of fuel. And of course, gas mileage is very important nowadays here in this country at the recording of this video, this English lesson. Here in my city, gas is about $2.69 all the way up to maybe $2.80 depending on where you are. But gas mileage is, again, how far a vehicle will travel with a certain amount of gallons of gas. So in the city, you would have you would spend more money on gas because you're stopping and going, whereas driving on the highway, you would get more miles per gallon. Then when you get to to go to purchase a vehicle, you would want to make a good deal. A good deal is where you are purchasing a vehicle at a good price. You don't want to overpay. You want to pay a fair price for a vehicle. And you would call that a good deal. Of course, the vehicle needs to be in pretty good uh, or acceptable condition for the amount of money that you're paying. And when the car is in a good running condition and it's at a good price, you would consider that a good deal. A bad deal is where you pay too much money. <laughs> you pay too much money for the vehicle or the vehicle is not in good standing and, and you don't pay the right amount for it. That is called a bad deal. And I'm telling you, it's nothing like buying a vehicle and you pay a pay the wrong price and the vehicle does not work. Oh, a bad deal. Counter offer. So a counter offer is where you go to make a deal on a vehicle and the salesman tells you, I'm going to sell you this vehicle for $12,000. But you say, well, I'm only going to give you $11,000. Your offer is a counter offer. Okay, so I'm making another offer for the vehicle that I want to purchase. If things aren't going your way when you're buying a vehicle, you'll say, may I speak to a manager? <laughs> can I speak to someone that can give me a better deal? Can I speak to someone that can show me a better car, a better vehicle? May I speak to the manager? Who's your supervisor? I don't want to talk to you anymore. I need to speak to somebody that can help me, a manager. A waiting room. Some dealerships have a waiting room where you can allow your children to sit and play and wait on you to make a good deal. Waiting rooms usually have a restroom, 
a television, uh, an area where someone can read or kids can play a waiting room. Now, when you buy a car, you want to make sure that it stops on a dime. Stopping on a dime means that a vehicle has good brakes. The braking system works properly. This vehicle stops on a dime. The light turned red all of a sudden, and I stopped on a dime in my new car. So stopping on, the dime, on a dime means you press the brakes pretty fast, and the car responds by stopping properly. A fender bender. When you go purchase a car, you want to make sure that the vehicle that you're buying hasn't been in a fender bender. A fender bender is another expression for saying that this car has been in an, in an accident or this car has been wrecked. Someone may have hit the car in the rear. Someone may have hit the car on the side. But either way, it has been in a fender bender or a wreck. Keys, please. <laughs> Give me my keys so I can go. Once you buy the car, you want your keys so you can leave. And finally, a family car. A family car is simply a type of vehicle that you're buying for the family. Some people may consider a minivan or an SUV to be a family car. It's not actually a luxury car or a speed car. It's just that. It's something for the family. The kids can get in it. They can spill food. You take them to practice, take them to school, go on vacations. You do that in a family car. A family car is usually four doors, has ample amount of trunk space. And so when you go purchase a car for the family, you'll say, I want a family car. <laughs> All right, let's look at a comment that we had from a student recently from Aza. He says, good job. Thank you, sir. And I replied, you are welcome, Aza. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. And I said, thank you so much for watching. I want to thank you so much for watching today's lesson to help you understand how to have conversations and vocabulary words that you would use when buying a car. If you're not a subscriber, make sure you hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you can be notified when I release a new video two to three times a week. I'm also on TikTok with English lessons as well as Instagram and make sure you follow me on the podcast. I want to thank you so much for watching Jay's Learning School. Be sure to check out some of my other videos here on the YouTube channel. And I hope you join me on my next episode. Have a wonderful day. See you next lesson. Thank you for listening to another episode of Jay's Learning School. Be sure to join me on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Watch free English lessons, ask a question, or leave a comment. Just go to my website, jayslearningschool.com, for all of my social media account links. Until next time, have a wonderful day and God bless.